0: Business. All right. So, what podcast is this? Number eleven. This is number eleven. Wow. Can you believe it? I really can't. Eleven weeks, and we have this one. We started it coming into the heat of the summer, and Mm -hmm. now here we are going into fall, which I love fall. I know me too. I don't like what comes after fall. I like Christmas. I I love Christmas, but then after Christmas, it's just gray, dark, yeah, Frozen. Frozen. But it's necessary. (laughs) I know it's necessary. And it's just part of the seasons and we're gonna be grateful in that too we're gonna, be we're gonna get through the
1: healing process because that's like the healing process for and me. it's
0: the process where all the bugs get die <laughs> yeah well that but also the freeze it needs to be cold so that they can mm-hmm. be gone so so that the, ticks don't come yeah yep yeah, so i don't like mm. ticks oh me neither Have you ever been bit by a tick? Yes. One time, I woke up in the
1: middle of the night.
0: With a tick on you? And,
1: wait a second. It was the most traumatizing thing. I woke up in the middle of the night. I was, like, 11 years old. And I felt something hurt behind my ear. Like, it itched kind of. So, I felt there was this, like, lump back there. And I was like, what is that? And I ran into my parents' room. And I told them. My mom was like, oh, my gosh, it's a tick. So, she, like, got it off with whatever she had to use. But it was, like, the scariest thing. And ever since then... I have been so scared. And so then adding to that, one time I woke up again in the middle of the night and I felt something like in my lip and I was like, hey, it's a tick. And I like pulled it out and threw it across the room, but it was my tooth. It had fallen
0: out.
1: <laughs> and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, I lost my tooth. I don't know where it is. I threw it across the room because I thought uh, it was a tick.
0: It sounds like you have trauma from this tick bite yeah. that you might need to still work through. <laughs> Probably. Otherwise, you're going to... Maybe wake up in the middle of the night throwing Think everything's at people. A tick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a bummer. Uh, oh you know, I've never been bit by a tick that I You've know of. You've never had a tick? Mm-mm. Nope. I've had dogs that have had ticks, but you know, I don't know. It's just I shouldn't probably say that out loud because then I'm probably gonna get bit by a tick.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it doesn't really hurt. It's just nasty. Kind yeah, of,
0: you know. Well, yeah, and you get Lyme disease. Yeah, and it's a real thing. I hate it. Have you ever had a leech? no i have oh why i was swimming in a creek we were floating
1: down it yeah and i got out and i it was it looked like a slug but it was on my leg and i was like what is this And i hate bugs like Mm -hmm. i don't like bugs yeah and i was like screaming and my dad was laughing because i was like freaking out and it made me even more mad and Mm -hmm. so then he like realized that i was actually mad and he was like oh it's like a leech and i was like freaking out then and leeches—you don't have to do anything special to get them off. So he just like mm-hmm. pulled it off and threw it in the fire. And I—it was like bleeding everywhere because like their spit makes your blood like—oh um... Oh my god—what's call it called? Looser
0: or whatever. Like um, oh, I don't know. I'm thinner, pe- thinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! It was wow. Disgusting. Maybe like God's preparing you because you should go on like one of those survival shows or something. Oh my I gosh. mean, tick leech. I mean, you could do it. You're like prepared. I don't
1: want to. <laughs> What a
0: way uh, to start a podcast. What a way. Yeah. Wow. Tell us about your tick experiences and, and leech <laughs> I probably won't read it because I don't
1: want
0: to know. <laughs> oh, my. Ugh. So this week, we decided to tackle um, someone writing in. It was actually quite complex. So mm-hmm. we've decided to break it into two uh, podcasts. But we're going to try to tackle this week... Um, The lie that we hear, God's just not around in our mess. Like, Mm. this mess has gone on and on and on, and where's God? He's nowhere to be found. So the lie the enemy tries to tell us that because um, it's messy or because things are not going the way we think they should, that God's missing from that. Yeah.
1: Which Which, is a lie. a lie. Yeah. yeah. Straight from the enemy. So, yeah. Like, the first thing I think about whenever I thought about this lie was the story of Job. And so I did a little bit mm. of studying on him last night just because I was like, I thought of him. I'm like, okay. So Job was this guy who had anything that he could ever want. Mm. He had, he was married. He had kids. He was very successful in his job. He owned a lot of farm. Like he was a farmer, all this stuff. And... um. So, basically, he gets that all taken away, and he was tested, and basically, Satan was saying, like, if I take all this away from Job, he's going to, like, curse God, and God was like, he's not, so you can try, and God was like, you can do anything but take his life, and so, Job has all this stuff happen, like, his his wife dies, his kids die, his, all his, uh, his farm is taken away, his job, all these things, his friends end up being taken away, and he gets sick and yet he still uh praises God through it all and he sees that God is still good through it all. God was still with him and God still cared. And Job was saying that God God is good despite his current circumstances. And then as the story ends up, like he ends up remarrying, having more kids and having so like double of what he had before and obviously, it doesn't always happen, but I just think that story is such a good representation of your life feeling and looking like it's completely a mess, and yet God is still good. And Job recognized that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's really good, Victoria. I think um, we talk about it a lot, but I don't. I don't think we can talk about it enough. That God is completely invested into us. Like mm. we are His creation. He loves us uh, and he is completely sovereign over every situation. If I'm just being real, I I think where the battle comes in um, with wondering where God is, is not so much where's God because we can establish that in his word. Mm -hmm. I mean, Psalm 2910 says that the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The mm-hmm. Lord sits enthroned. He mm-hmm. is the king forever. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going anywhere. Yeah. He's not moving. He doesn't he doesn't leave us. So that, to be real would be where have I gone?
1: Where have I gone? Yeah
0: how have I withdrawn? How have I stepped away from the Lord? And I could, I could really have a fight here with myself. And I have (laughs) like, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm right here. I'm in the middle of this mess. Where are you? Like, Mm. you're not here, God. I can totally hear, uh, this, this person's concern and, um, feel like I can relate because just like Job, he was faithful with his devotion to christ but that doesn't mean he wasn't wondering at times where are you god yeah like where are you what Mm -hmm. now this what you know and so the human flesh side of us has emotions and feelings and we respond um to trauma and to bad things going on in our life but the reality is, is God is still right there
1: mm-hmm. controlling
0: the details of it.
1: Absolutely. And it ties into a lot of what we were talking about last week with God answering our prayers. And just like the one verse I remember we talked about was God never sleeps. Mm-hmm. Like he's there with you and he hears you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it doesn't turn out how you think it's going to turn out, but he's still there. Right. And I was gonna bring up Psalms thirty four eight. It says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good." Mm. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in Him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so it's so cool because it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. It's not always gonna be that way. But thank goodness that God's sovereignty and His love and His goodness doesn't depend on that. Because if it did, then yeah, you're right. It like it really wouldn't be like rainbows and butterflies, because if God's goodness depended on our circumstances, then our circumstances, like a lot of times, he wouldn't be good then. He wouldn't be sovereign, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't. But it doesn't depend on those.
0: No. Yeah, it boils down to kind of a mind shift of, where's God in all this, to God is in complete control, mm-hmm. and trusting that his word is true, and... And knowing that he would go to the corners of the world to save us, to rescue us, Mm -hmm. knowing he's in control means that we have to understand that his definition of control and ours is very different, Mm. right? So um, I I will botch, so I'm not even going to try to... um, rephrase that thing we just listened to from nt right but oh, yeah. somebody could go could look that up on youtube there's a, a whole talk he did on um god is god in control and it's nt right love nt right he's he's a great theologian is probably what he would be yeah, considered but
1: seriously go look that up yeah it's like
0: five minutes yeah it is so, so good. good um matt showed us that yeah he <laughs> did but it very much is applicable to what we're trying to nail down as a truth to this lie today mm-hmm. is we got to believe God is in control yeah. to know that he is present, even if it doesn't feel like it. But to to truly believe that we have to understand God's control is different than ours. So God is in control, but his response to the things that are happening in our life and his timing and his way of handling it are different than ours. Yes. Uh, I thought N.T. Wright did an incredible job. And again, go listen to this if you want to know more about God's control and go a little bit deeper into this this topic. But he used the reference of a parent with a child. Um, And, you know, there is a healthy uh, benefit to parents having a certain control over their children, right? Mm -hmm. And as they age, you let go of some control in some areas. But control can have a very negative connotation or with the correct perspective, a very positive connotation that God's control isn't a hammer, Mm -mm. you know, looking to I told you you did that. You made that wrong choice. Well, I'm just going to watch this mess just on on roll. And yeah, you're not going to feel his presence if that's how you think he's in control. But he that's not how he's in control. And that doesn't line up with the, the word of God. Or biblically speaking, you don't see that anywhere in the Bible. Mm-mm. His control is a loving protection. Like Psalms one that I think we talked about last week. Our refuge and strength. He's mm-hmm. help in trouble. Um, so there's nothing outside of his control. When you look at control as a positive thing, like he reigns. Yeah he reigns he there's no one that can take him down satan himself there there's no nothing i can do to set, be separate from god's love mm-hmm. then i can look at this feeling this lie that where is he and be like oh god's in control the circumstances job did not like i'm sure oh yeah i mean who would your family taken away and i mean loss of everything But he found peace, we see later in the story of Job, knowing that God's control is way better than anything he could have had.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think it's so cool because if you're reading through Job, you also see he's not thinking right away, oh, like, God's got this. He does wrestle through it. Mm -hmm. He does wrestle through it. He never says, like, like, curse you, God, or whatever, which is what Satan was thinking he was going to do. But he does question, like, why is this happening? Yeah. Which is a normal human response.
0: response. Absolutely. Which is
1: so good because I feel like I can read that and and relate mm-hmm. with too. how he was feeling. And I think that's so cool to see that. It's not just him being like, oh, God's got it. Like, it's easy to trust. Because it's not easy to trust a lot of times.
0: Mm-mm
1: but then you read in Romans eight and it says like, God works all things out for the good of those who love him. And I think that you see that play out through the story of Job because it's not always going to work out the way that you see it working Mm -hmm. out, but it's gonna, God's going to work it out in the way that is best for his glory and for your good. Mm -hmm.
0: That's
1: right.
0: Yeah. You just hit on, I just love how God does this because we prepare for this separately. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we come together and we just trust that the Lord's going to put our thoughts together. And absolutely, I think the common theme um, that I'd like to uh, weave together here is that you said you said the word trust. Mm -hmm. And I said the question isn't so much where did God go? It's where is my heart? Where did I go? Where did I pull away from? Mm -hmm. Where am I hiding? Um, Where am I stuck? You know, what is my perspective Right now of these circumstances and doing a heart check. And I understand that that is very hard in a lot of circumstances when we've lost a child or when we've lost a loved one or we've been given a diagnosis that our life is coming to an end or when, you know, um, specifically this person that wrote this question and maybe facing like a broken marriage um, This is this is hard. I mean, it is hard to sit and say, you know, God's in this. I get that. And I think that that your illustration of Job is right on the money because I am sure Job felt these things. And there is nothing wrong with that. And if nothing else, I hope anyone listening today just can feel a little more normal and that Mm -hmm. it's okay to have those feelings. God gave us feelings uh, and they are a a gauge into our soul and the health of our soul, mm. but they shouldn't be a guide. So we shouldn't stay there. Absolutely. So we should look at that feeling and be like, okay, God, so now what, how do I, how I know I read in your word and I know my Bible friend's going to tell me you're here in this mess, but how do I believe that? Mm. And I think there is an active move on our part that we have to do to move into a place of maybe not liking the circumstances and maybe still, oh, oh, you yeah. know, I don't get this God, but I am going to trust you. And that's what you just said. You're going to make a decision to trust the Lord and a decision to see the, the things in this mess that are glorifying to God. And that is how you're going to combat the lie in the enemy is by being thankful for for the things that you do see in God's faithfulness, even in the mess. And I think that, um, David is a really good example as he's writing the Psalms. Um, a lot of history there with David, right? Um, a lot of lamenting, a lot of mistakes, a lot of, probably a lot of these same struggles of like, where, where are you God? And then I'm sorry God for not trusting you. Right. He wrote Psalm 121 in its entirety is great. And I would recommend everybody to read it. But part of it says, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. And the reason why I like this is because this tells me how uh, personal our God is. How He is right with us in the midst of all of our storms and all of our mess. And it's a reminder that we can praise him for that alone. If there's nothing else we can utter, Mm -hmm. we can thank him for, for being our refuge, for being our light, for, for protecting us. And so, um, I think that our part, the action part when we don't feel like he's present or we're wondering where he's at is to say, I trust you, Lord, and okay, well, this was bad, too, today. Like, here it keeps coming. The storm keeps coming, but I trust you, Lord. I trust you, and I am going to continue to seek you daily, and I, and Lord, show me moments to be grateful to you. Even though this storm wants to suck me up and wants to destroy my house and wants to destroy your temple, I'm not going to let it. I'm going to choose, Lord, to trust you and I am going to choose to pursue you and I am going to choose to meditate on scripture that tells me the truth about who you are while the enemy is trying to take me down and make me think that you're not here and you're not present, but I know because of what your word says that that is a bold-faced lie. You are with me and even though this feels like a mess and there's no way I can get past it, you are still good and you have a plan for my life mm-hmm. speaking truth into that mess. Right. And so the question isn't, so I'm going to turn the, this around this lie and, and encourage anybody that's listening to, to ask the question a little differently. It's not where's God mm-hmm. in the mess. It's, where's my heart? Where's my posture? Where's my focus? What am I dwelling in? What am I focused on in the midst of the storm?
1: Yeah, and also to add to that, just kind of wrapping up everything you're saying, where am I putting my trust? Am I trusting in myself? Because, and trusting in the things that I can do for Mm -hmm. myself? Or am I trusting in God's sovereignty, His plan, His love for me, His deep forgiveness for me? And then walking in that trust rather than, walking in the trust i have in myself that would probably be the takeaway Uh so start looking and kind of examining your heart where and just notice throughout the day where are
0: you putting your trust Mm -hmm. i have to do that all the time yeah and that there's there's emotions that are attached to this and so um yeah we see this picture of Job. we get to see read the book of Job. what an Mm -hmm. encouragement If you are facing some really hard things, that diagnosis, a broken marriage, um, a loss of a child, Mm -hmm. there is a season for mourning and there is a season um, to experience emotions and go through things. And that is okay. We are human. Yes. We aren't meant to act like we don't feel a certain way. But when we are encouraging you to take a look at where your heart is with God, some of those things might need to be addressed and mm-hmm. handled so you don't stay stuck in this feeling that he's not present because that is a lie and that is a scheme of the enemy trying to keep you from pursuing the good things God has in store for you. Yeah. But the good news is God loves us so much that he will never leave us no. in that spot. He will pursue us till the ends of the earth and that is Really good news.
1: Yeah, and it's proven throughout his entire word for yep. us. But I, I love how you brought in the emotion aspect of it because that's so true. We are human, we're going to have emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like we said at the beginning, we are going to do a second part of this episode, and the next lie is going to be, but God isn't fixing my problems, mm-hmm. God isn't fixing up my mess. Like, we're going to talk about the truth in that lie.
0: Mm hmm. Because God is there with you. And I don't think there's any truth in that lie. I just think I it's a lie, Victoria. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, <hey>, I <laughs> said that wrong. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You just eat a hamburger one bite at a time. <laughs> if it, it may takes take you years. a year. That burger is going to give you a belly. <laughs> 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 but anyway, oh, um, my we're gosh. going to. Look at the truth that we will speak in to the lie that we hear mm-hmm. that, well, but God's not fixing it. So he isn't present. Yeah. So it's a little bit different than what we talked about today. There's a little more to it. And I mm-hmm. think there's some good biblical truth to to that. And that might be a different feeling someone has. They might be like, I hear it. I know. I've read the book of Job. I get that. I am okay with the, the circumstances. I don't like them, uh, but I am going to trust him and remain faithful but I don't see any, like, resolution. I don't see yeah. a fix. I don't see him actually doing something about it. And I think that's a little bit of a different lie Yeah, we'll talk about.
1: I love that. And I was going to say, in the meantime, like you said, go read Job. But also, there's another recommendation. There's a video on YouTube by mm-hmm. The Bible Project, and they do a whole overview of the book of Job. And it was really helpful to understand the history and stuff. So if you read the book of Job, also go watch that video. Spider-Man yeah, Project. we gave lots of recommendations. Yeah, the other one
0: is NT Wright on YouTube. Yes, and it, he talks about um, what control means in God's eyes. So is God in control? Is what it's called. Yeah, really good, really good. Mm-hmm. So both of those things. That's but, a little Bible nerding, though. NT Wright, yeah. you got to really, you might have to really, really be focused to get yes. into it. You know, but because if, if,
1: if you lose focus for one one second you'll be like wait what's he talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> where did we just go with that
1: yeah so but he's good it's awesome so all right let's we, pray we yes can't,
0: we can't close without praying and then we will you uh, pray. see you next week you want me to pray yeah no okay. i prayed last time oh okay it's your turn all right we'll do dear lord jesus we just come to you lord with humble hearts um we recognize uh just the fact the lord that we like to be in control of things, and um, we have areas in our lives where we hold on to control, and that prevents us from just truly experiencing the goodness you have in store for us, Lord. So we pray you forgive us for that. Um, we pray we that we are able to uh, just be children that love and trust you, Lord, and um, just wherever it is that anybody that's listening is just really struggling to to sense your presence lord i just pray that you overflow them with your with your presence lord and i just pray that we can just be women that pause in the the midst of chaos and and just give you glory for what it is you are doing even if it seems like the whole world's falling apart lord you're still good we still love you with all that we are in every fiber of our being and we just ask lord that you just continue to guide us in your ways and let it be your ways lord let us pursue you who you are knowing you to the to the depth that we can lord and we just love you we ask for your protection it's in your precious name we pray amen amen